This is our sixth session on 1 Thessalonians 2, 5-8. For we never came with words of flattery, as you know, nor with a pretext for greed. So no flattery, no greed, God is witness. Neither seeking glory from people, whether from you or from others, though we could have made demands as apostles of Christ. But we were gentle among you, like a nursing mother taking care of her own children. Let's think about that for a moment. Father, as we watch Paul enter a strange city, spend about four weeks there, and lead people out of darkness into light, and begin to set them on the road of eternal life, how he did it, what his demeanor was. And if this is who we are, confirm us in it. If it's not who we are, change us, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. We were gentle among you, like, and that word like, host, as, in Greek, is the reason I think the translation gentle here is probably more likely than children. Some translations have, we became infants or babes or children among you, which would not be false, because Jesus said that we should be childlike. But to say we're children like a nursing mother doesn't work so well. So I think the ESV is right to say we were gentle. And then that gentleness is fleshed out with a metaphor or an analogy, like a nursing mother taking care of her own children. So Paul draws to their memory a demeanor that he had that was of such a kind that it could be compared to a mother holding a baby at her breast and taking care of her. What an amazing thing that Paul would be able honestly to say, look, God is my witness and, and you know these things. That's the way I was. Don't you remember? Because that's his credibility. That's what he's doing in this whole section is reminding them of the kind of person he was or the kind of team they were. Compare this. We didn't come with greed. A nursing mother does not look upon her baby as a way to get rich. Rather, she spends herself. And so this is illustrating how I didn't come trying to get rich off you. I came like a mother taking care of her child or seeking glory. A nursing mother doesn't look down on her baby as a source of getting praise from the baby. She, she gives to the baby, expecting nothing. This baby's not even capable of praise, just dependence. Or here's the authority issue of power. We could have made demands upon you, but we didn't. A nursing mother doesn't look at her baby and say, now I've got to exercise some authority here over this little infant suckling at my breast. Rather, a mother just quietly goes about using her 
power and her resources to meet the baby's needs. So you can see how of these, and I suppose you could say the same thing about flattery. She's not trying to flatter this baby. So she's not seeking glory. She's not greedy. She's not using power. She's like, or he is like, the apostles are like a nursing mother taking care of their own children. This idea of gentleness coming from one who has all the authority of an apostle is an important lesson for us to learn. So I'm going to linger here for just a moment. The roots are here in Jesus. Come to me, all, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest like a baby in her, her mother's arms. Rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He's a burden lifter, not a burden adder. And so that's the root, and Paul knows this, and he has brought his life into conformity to this and says in Second Corinthians, I, Paul, myself, entreat you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ. He's, in other words, he's drawing upon the way Christ is to form his own entreaties. I entreat you by the way Christ is in his meekness. I entreat you by the way Christ is in his gentleness. And yes, I know that you say I'm humble when I'm face to face, but bold toward you when I'm away. And indeed, that's probably true. I think very often we tend in our writing or our preaching to speak with more forcefulness. And then we're in, when we're in a counseling room face to face with people, we try to be very discerning about their needs and communicate as much gentleness and humility as we can. An overseer, Paul says, must be above reproach, not a drunkard, not violent, but gentle, not quarrelsome. So not only apostles, but all pastors, all elders are to be gentle. And when they have opponents, he says, the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but kind to everyone, able to teach patiently, enduring evil, correcting, yes, correcting. You don't give up truth by means of gentleness. It shapes how you defend truth, correcting his opponents with gentleness. There's an overwhelming passage for all Christians in Ephesians 4. I therefore, a prisoner of the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of your calling. If you have a calling from the Lord, that is, if you've been called to Christ and eternal life with endless blessings flowing from God, even though you're unworthy, the effect it has is all humility, gentleness, patience, bearing with one another in love. In fact, he says, the fruit of the Spirit, look how many of these relate to gentleness, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, these all tend in the direction of 
gentleness or a mother caring for her child. Now, just to make sure we don't get lopsided, there's always more to the Christian demeanor than gentleness. He not only compares himself to a mother, he compares himself just a few verses later to the father. For you know how like a father with his children, I exhorted each one of you and encouraged you and charged you to walk in a manner worthy of God who calls you to his kingdom and glory. Interesting, isn't it, that he, he pictures the mother as caring and nursing, and he pictures the father as teaching and exhorting and charging. There's gentleness here, but it's a fatherly, strong, probably at times very forceful exhortation or charge to walk in a certain way. And then you watch Paul a couple of other times in this letter get very, very serious. Let no one transgress and wrong his brother in this matter of adultery, because the Lord is an avenger. The Lord is an avenger. And you can, what was Paul's tone of voice when he said that? To be gentle with somebody doesn't mean you don't tell them there's wrath coming, or you avoid telling them there's wrath coming. You say, there's an avenger. Do not commit adultery with each other. I'm sure he said that in a very firm way. In all these things, we told you beforehand and solemnly warned you. And then one more, over in chapter 2, he says, referring to the Jews that they became like in their suffering, they killed both the Lord and the prophets and drove us out and displeased God and opposed all mankind by hindering us from speaking to the Gentiles that they might be saved. So as always to fill up the measure of their sins, but wrath has come upon them at last. That's a very severe statement. Probably, if that's the only thing he had ever said, people wouldn't say, oh, Paul's a gentle person. But a gentle person can say that. So here's the challenge for all of us. Some of us are born much more gentle than others. Some are born much more severe than others. But a text like this summons all of us to be gentle. And if there are times when firmness is called for and severity is called for, let it be the case that in the total demeanor of our lives, people will know this is a gentle, severe man. And even the severity in the church will be perceived by people as protective. It may be the protection of a soldier instead of the arms of a mother, but they know our pastor is acting like a soldier now and as a captain because he loves us. But we have experienced and we regularly experience his gentleness.